0: their lawyers number people aren't people are just not good at crime they're just not they're just not good John Elway's good all right John Elway's good he's been milking this this Broncos job for for you know 10 plus years well since 1983 All right, and he, had t- he he drafted Tebow. All Tebow did was win, but he's taking a knee and bringing Jesus to the NFL. The Illuminati calling, fucking John Elway up, like get him out of here. We got to get him the fuck out of here. We got too many people believing in Jesus, so we got to get him out of here. And and fucking and then they're calling San Francisco. They're like, we got to get Kaepernick to take a knee. We got to you know let's we got to bring like race wars and riots and protests and it's You know thesis, antithesis, thesis. You know. Republican, Democrat, you know, independence, you know, hot and cold water. Put it together. You get warm water, lukewarm people, people who are brain dead, people who are zombies. All right. And so so John brings Tivo into the office and he says, hey, look, I know that your mom. Could have had an abortion and she had you. But uh, here's a here's a plan B. And Tebow's like, what? And and he's like, I just sent you to the Jets. You're cut. You're dead to me. I aborted you. Now get the fuck out of my office. And Tebow's just like, yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. And then Tebow leaves the office, and and John kind of leans back from his chair. And the whole time he was telling Tebow that there was a little blonde intern named Amber that he keeps locked in a little compartment under his desk. And he presses a little button and the little, the little kennel dog cage opens and she was just blowing him the whole time. He was telling, you know, TiVo was kind of wondering like, why did he take his tie off and throw it on the couch and then unbutton his top, top of his shirt? Why didn't he get up and shake my hand or anything? Maybe I should go back in there. And as he heads back towards John's office, the door swings open and Amber runs out. wiping her mouth. Straight to the bathroom to wash her hands. She's been locked in that cage for six hours, dude. So she's stretching her back out and stuff and her legs. (sighs) Jeff walks out. Fucking John walks out. Walks over to the uh, receptionist. Puts his hand in a little... Candy bowl grabs grabs a couple tootsie rolls out, pops them in his mouth, and uh, disappears down the down the staircase. He's going to he's going to have lunch with a girl he met on 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 Tinder. All right, he's going to stop by Auto Nation and ask them why the fuck they're not selling more. Why aren't you guys selling more Chevy Tahoos? Alright. Brings in Peyton Manning, unlike Jim Harbaugh, who was playing catch with Peyton Manning and hit me. Peyton's always had a weak arm, but he's accurate. And, and, you know, Jim's kind of poking him and stuff. You ever watch his old quarterback challenges? Jim's like, man, you throw like, man, Peyton, you throw like shit, bro. Peyton's all fucking, nobody's ever talked to him like that. Jim Harbaugh doesn't give a fuck. Has no filter. John Elway calls him up. It's like, hey, you want to come here and win a Super Bowl? We're ready. We got the pieces. I just got rid of that. Fuck, Tim Tebow. Peyton comes in. Has a great season. 55 touchdowns. Breaking Broncos records. And John's like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck is going on around here, Peyton? And Peyton's like, what, man? We're, we're rolling, man. And he's like, yeah, but... People are starting to kind of, like, not – they're starting to forget my legacy. And Peyton's like, what? And he's like, I'm i am QB1 around here. All right? Let's talk about it tonight at dinner. And Peyton's like, uh, yeah, sure. I, my kid had a soccer soccer games and stuff, but I, no, I can – like, for sure. I want to win a, anything at all costs. I want a championship – Okay, all right, Hey, and bring your wife Ashley, I heard you guys were swingers. And Peyton's like, oh, fuck, dude. God damn it. So he shows up with a nice bottle of Crown Royal, or maybe even a nice red, nice red Marlowe. Knocks on the door, John answers. Big smile on his face dressed in a fucking Minnesota Gophers red wrestling suit and throws him on the fucking floor and puts him in a figure four, fucking cracking his hip. He's like, I'll break your
1: fucking hip, motherfucker, and you'll never play another game around here a fucking
2: again." You're John, I'm John Elway, not fucking you. His wife's just watching. The figure, Ric Flair, figure four, and
0: Peyton. And Peyton obviously is just torn his fucking quadricep. Nine games into the season. John looks at him, lights a cigarette up. Says, we're going to give, we're going to let Brock Osweiler run with it for two or three games. See if he's any good. And if he is, maybe I'll teach your ass a lesson, Peyton. Nobody crosses fucking John Elway. Flicks an ash at him. Now follow me. Here's your here's a here's some Mardi Gras mass. right, Peyton's already sold his soul, so he's just walking with John and has his wife Ashley with him. And just out of nowhere feels a needle stabbed into his neck. Right where he had surgery. He remembers this. And he and he turns, he goes, What? And it's fucking John always tender date. Right, he wakes up eight hours later. All right, in a bedroom that has like red paint that says like six 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 and Satan and blood fucking splattered all over the walls. He's like, God damn it! And he tries to get out of the room, but he can't because his fucking his quads torn. He doesn't know where his wife Ashley is hes He crawls out of the bedroom. he hears chatter. He's able to make it to the kitchen. He's scared for his life. sees his wife Ashley talking to John drinking a drinking a homemade frappuccino. He's like, "Ashley, what the fuck?" He's like, "Oh, baby, I thought you were gonna sleep in. you ready to go?" Peyton's like, "Oh, uh, yeah." And they leave. John acts like nothing happened at practice the next few weeks. Tells ESPN that Peyton hurt his quad in a you know in the game. Alright, and then Brock starts thinking he's fucking good. Alright. He's better than Peyton. He wants to start in the Super Bowl. And Elway doesn't like it. Why is every quarterback who comes to the Broncos, why the fuck
2: do they think that they're good?
0: Tyrod Taylor, he just shuts the fuck up. All right. Throws 19 touchdowns and nine picks and doesn't say shit. You know what? He calls TMZ up. He's like, dude, fuck this Osweiler guy. Look, I'm 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 gonna send Osweiler out for lunch for the quarterback room. He's going to a pizza place, okay? I want somebody at the pizza place to fight him. I want it recorded on camera. All right. I want you guys to get this on fucking camera. Hangs the phone up. Brock goes and gets a deep dish. Chicago, extra pepperoni. Out of nowhere, a junkie fucking swings on him, dressed like a dressed like a like a fucking old Miss fucking frat kid. What the fuck did you say to me, Brock? He's like, what?
2: Smacks him in the
0: face. God. Brock gets in a tussle, their headlock locking and shit. Snap, 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 snap. pitchers. God damn it. ESPN gets word, Elway's just like, oh, Brock, looks like you're not focused, looks like you went to Mexico like Tony Romo, right, for a playoff game, Jason Witten, all right, we don't need that shit, Peyton's back in, you're not getting a new fucking contract, we're shipping you to Bill O'Brien, all right, you better set your fucking alarm clock, because if you sleep in one minute past your scheduled time, we're going to cut your ass like fucking Ryan Mallet. all right. Get the fuck out of my face. And Brock's like, man, dude, just like that, my NFL career is fucking over. I thought I I thought I threw for like 1,000 yards at seven touchdowns and five picks. I thought I was doing good. Just like that, my fucking career is over. Elway strikes again. All right. Then Peyton goes on to win the Super Bowl, playing modestly. All right. I always like get the, you fucking retire, you're fucking out of here. I can't believe you. Oh, God damn it. No one wins Super Bowls around here, but fucking me. All right. I'm going to do a big, I'm going to, I'm going to secretly just tell everyone that the reason that the reason we won the Super Bowl was because of Von Miller wearing fucking big thick rim glasses. So people would think he was smarter than he actually is. It's a phenomenon amongst young millennial urban athletes, that, or they dress like Jimi Hendrix, all right? Their fashion is what won us the goddamn Super Bowl. Do you understand? Peyton's like, yes, sir. And Peyton, how about this? If you don't retire, I'm going to have Al Jazeera release a fucking article, okay, about how you take HGH. It's already in the works. I've been working with people in Pakistan, Iraq, Mossad from Israel. Okay? We've been tracking Balco packages to your house. You didn't even order them. We just sent them to your house with your wife's name on it. Okay? You've never even seen the box of HGH, but it doesn't matter. I have the FedEx fucking tracking shipping number. I have evidence, Peyton. You fucking retire right now. If you try to go to another team, like the Bucks, and you try to break Demarius Thomas with you,
2: you're going fucking down! Get the fuck out of my office!
0: This has left the building, literally, Peyton Manning. All right? Pat Bowling comes in. He's like, what the fuck was that all about? And he's like, (sighs) (sighs) always all coked out, fucking strung out, sex parties, fucking Super Bowl victories, orgies, fucking, uh, fucking owes money to fucking gambler, fucking secretly in debt, can't lose this fucking Broncos job, can't fucking
1: hold on to a quarterback. You know what, Pat? What was my number one attribute as a quarterback?
2: And Pat's like, well, John, you have a gun.
1: And he's like, you're right, I do. And he pulls a fucking six-shooter out of his back pocket, and he fucking shoots Pat. Pop, pop,
2: pop! (sighs) (sighs) This one's for Pat!
0: I gotta clean this up.
1: I gotta clean this fucking up.
0: Uh, Send one of the wall boys up here now. Send him up here now! Uh, Mr.
1: Elway? Shut up, Mr. Elway. Come on in. Sorry, it was my wiener dogs, Pistol and Tucker.
0: Mr. Boland's had a heart attack, and he looks down by the coffee table, and Mr. Boland's just laying there, bleeding like he was shot. It looks like he was shot, and he looks back at John, and John flips a six-shooter pistol at him. And, fucking, he tries, he fumbles it and tries to catch it, but it touches his hands and runs down his shirt and his legs. Taking
1: hair follicles off his fucking shins. <laughs> <sighs> you
0: fucking clean this up. The ball boy's crying. He's like, why did you shoot Mr. Bolin? All right? Well, boy's was like, I fucking didn't. he's like, oh, yeah? That's not what the fucking evidence is going to say. The ball boy sees a little silk handkerchief being stuffed into Elway's pocket.
1: He'd wipe the gun clean. The ball boy's fucked. I just wanted to fucking work. Be in the NFL in some capacity. I just, I wasn't good enough to play, but I knew I could help out on the equipment. What the fuck?
2: Roll him up in the fucking
1: carpet.
0: Over your shoulder, go down the emergency fire exit and fucking get rid of Pat. All right. Or, okay, maybe I'll snap a photo on my iPhone of you standing over his dead body with a six shooter by your feet. It's your fucking choice, son.
1: No one here is going to believe you. If you tell anyone, I'm just going to fucking lie.
2: I'm John Elway. I run this goddamn place
0: <laughs> always sparks up a fucking joint at uh, this point he's almost just in a white beater. Uh, get him the fuck out of here. The kid rolls him up in the carpet, brings him down, puts him in the trunk, and drives Pat Bowen up to top of Pike's Peak and just pushes the carpet down the fucking mountainside no one has ever found him uh, he sends a text to john it's it's done john never responds back
1: weeks later the ball boy is coming out of a chipotle around 8:30 at night after work and he's walking downtown denver
0: back to his back to his house and someone from ms13 fucking kills him like seth rich John releases a statement.
1: Rest in peace, Wyatt. Wyatt Staley. He was a great ball boy. I hired him from the Patriots. He knew how to deflate footballs for Brady. Hell of a resume, but uh, had some had some substance abuse issues and and
0: killed uh, Pat Bullen and just a bunch of other stuff. So, not only is he uh, not only we're, we're sad he's dead, but I was actually uh, planning on firing him next week because we found cocaine in his locker. and a note with little colored words. He had cut out a Cosmopolitan magazine that said, Dear John, I know what you did last summer. And I don't know if he was planning on killing me or what it was. We reported it to Goodell. We were waiting for feedback from HR. And it's just destiny, dude. It's just fucking the irony of him fucking dying. And him trying to kill me and Pat Bowen missing. Just fucking, thank God I'm alive. <sniffs> and by the way, uh, Trevor Simeon's the new starting quarterback. We're going to go with Trevor. He's modest, he's quiet, he runs Spider 2 I Banana, has a pumpkin pie haircut, doesn't say shit. And, uh, you know, a seventh round pick, just lucky to be here. We're just hoping to win some games with defense. Okay. Thanks all. And this just happens. Anybody who plays quarterback for John Elway dies. Trevor Simeon does fine. He's starting to get too much national attention. Is this guy the next Brady? And John's like, Fucking hell. And he shifts him off. Alright, he shifts him off. All right? He's like, I'm gonna bring in Case Gainum. You know, his last game in college he threw seven interceptions for his Air Force. And he just bounces around the league with resentment and and, and fucking Every GM in the NFL thinks he's going to help him win, and then by week eight he sucks. So there's no way he's actually going to do good enough to threaten my legacy. And let's bring him in on one-year deal, and we're going to draft Chad Kelly uh, last pick in the seventh round. He's got an ACL deal. Chances are he uh, he won't perform. We'll we'll cut him. And they bring Case in and. Case is playing like garbage, just like John wanted in the preseason. All right. He's the exact loser quarterback that John wanted the whole time. But all of a sudden, Chad Kelly is fucking playing good. All right. ESPN starts writing articles. All right. Chad Kelly, nephew of Hall of Famer Jim Kelly. Who lost four Super Bowls? John, who lost multiple Super Bowls. All right. Doesn't want to be reminded about losing goddamn Super Bowls. Chad, you throw one more fucking completion and you're fucking out of here. All right. And so, Chad, he starts doing really well. John's like, I fucking had enough. I've had enough of this bullshit. Calls Vaughn Miller up. He says, Vaughn, I want you to invite Chad to your Halloween party tonight. All right. Whatever drugs you need. Coke, heroin, fentanyl patches, ketamine. Whatever you fucking need. Whatever whores you need. I will have Jeffrey Epstein supply for you. All right. right. We'll funnel them through Instagram, social media. OK, you know, they don't take porn sites down on social media. They show videos of girls getting fucked in the ass on social media on Twitter. But they'll take Trump Trump's platform down, but, but not these girls. But anyways, if you DM the girls, they'll, they'll come to your your sex party on Halloween. And anyways, just invite Chad. OK, I'm going to have them come to my house for dinner first. And I'll send him on over, nice and lubed up. Chad, Chad, welcome, welcome to the Elway residence. Uh, uh, would you like a glass of wine? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Would you like a, would you like a Red Bull? Red Bull and vodka. How about that? How about that instead of wine? Chad's like, oh fuck yeah. Man, check out this. Your your uncle Jim. He gave me this Buffalo Bills jersey. You know, years back, he signed it for me after a game. I asked for his jersey. We swapped jerseys, and uh, he gave it to me. And Chad's like, "Man, that's pretty cool." And Johnny, you've been playing really well, Chad. Better than Case. You know, I brought Case in. I, you know, I knew he'd be modest. You know, not as talented as you, and and uh, you know, he'd let the defense win the game. But uh, you know, probably be a little below average. But the defense would would the defense would get the credit. And I'd get credit as an architect of a of a great defense. Not just one of the greatest offensive players, but you know, I become known as one of the greatest defensive coordinators of all time. And Chad's like, uh, "Yeah," and he's like, "So uh, I noticed you started playing really well, and fans are clamoring for you." And uh, Chad's like, "Yeah, I'm really inspired. I want to take advantage of this opportunity." And John's like, "Well, <laughs> we're gonna name you. We're gonna name you the starter. All right. How's that sound?" And uh, Chad's like, I can't fucking believe it. I cannot, I can't fucking, dude, I am going to take the NFL, I am going to grab this opportunity by the balls, take the NFL by storm. John's like, good, real good, would you? Want to snort a couple lines with me? Celebrate? Smoke a cigar? Chad's like, um, uh, sure, fuck yeah, let's do that. Figured he was in this gold jacket Hall of Fame club with John because of his uncle. They start doing lines and stuff. And and John's like, how about I get you an Uber? The team's going to throw you a congratulations party tonight. And Chad's like, fuck yes. Yeah. I arranged it for you. Catered and everything by Panera. And uh, Chad's like, man, this is great. He gets them an Uber black. Most expensive one. $200 for a four mile ride. And Chad shows up and walks in and girls with their titties out. It looks like a, Scene from the AVN Awards, and Von Miller's like, Hey, bro, come here, dude. You want some ketamine? And Von's and Chad's like, I was i don't know. I was just snoring, Coke. If I do ketamine, I'd be a downer. And he's like, Yeah, but I'll neutralize you. You'll be sober and you'll be able to get hard and fuck these girls. And Von's like, oh, fuck, Dude, I was just named the starter, and that's what fucking dude starters don't wait in line, they do fucking lines.
2: Oh.
0: Hands him a big fucking Nicky Benz, all right? And she takes him up the stairs, all right? Well, before he hands him hands her Nick hands him Nicky Benz, he hands him a uh, he hands him a pirate costume. He's like, put this on. And then she grabs the the George Washington scarf and pulls him upstairs. And. He's looking downstairs like, is this everything cool? Is this legal? What the fuck's going on? They go upstairs. They do hardcore fucking anal. He's snorting lines off her butthole. Fucking she jerks him off into the fucking sock drawer. And he's like, dude, I want to go down and celebrate with my teammates. And she's like, God, guys are always fucking me. And then just like leaving me to fucking air dry. And he's like, oh, sorry, babe. And slams the door on her in the back of his mind. He's like, fuck, dude. I hope she doesn't turkey base my semen out of those fucking socks and shove it in her pussy and get herself pregnant. And they end up on a behind the scenes VH1 about rappers that happened to. And he goes down, he keeps partying and stuff. And he's like, you know, and I'm pretty tired. I'm going to get out of here big day tomorrow. You know, first day, first day as a starter. And he walks out the door and he's kind of blurry eyed and stuff. And he starts w- walking down the sidewalk and. He said he's, he's, he's going to walk home because he lives close to Vaughn and John's plan just going to perfect, perfect. Dude. And all of a sudden he hears, he hears, hey, hey, handsome. And he looks and it's fucking Nikki Benz and and just a the neighbors like on her on a neighbor's porch. And she's like round two. And he's like, well, fuck it, dude. Oh, dude I can go. I'm I'm going to come again. Fuck yeah. And he runs up to the porch while she runs into the house, like, and he thinks it's this fun game of, like, chase. And he gets in the house, and he can't fucking find her, but he's so fucking tired from the coke, the ketamine, the Red Bulls, the wine, the cigars, the fucking anal. on. He sits down on the couch, and all of a sudden, he fucking blocks out, and he wakes up, and a fucking guy is beating him in the, over the head with a vacuum. He would imagined all this, and he had actually broken to, like, a local kind of construction working kind of Hispanic guy's house. And he's like, "Yo, are local. Get the fuck out of my house. You're local. You're me. I'm a ass.
1: fucking actor. You get the fuck out of my fucking house. You'll fuck you.
0: And, and he looks over and it's Stevie's wife from East Mountain down when she gets a huge fake tits. And he's like, Oh my God, dude, where the fuck am I at? And he runs out of the house and there's TMZ. There's the paparazzi to take a snapshot, and he sees Elway in an AutoNation Chevy Tahoe smoking a cigarette, looking out the window like a private investigator. He taps the cigarette on the window, splits it out the window, smiles with his big horse teeth, rolls the all-black tinted window up, and he drives off. Because, Chad, you're fucking out of here. Nobody plays quarterback better than me. And he names Case the starter. All right. Case has a, a typical Brian Greasy season 21 touchdowns, 18 picks, 3,100 yards, 8 and 8, 7 and 9. And he calls Case in the office. He's like, Look, I'm not going to kill you. And Case is like, What? He's like, Look, you played just shitty enough that I've decided that you can stay alive. And, uh, we're just going to cut you. And Case is like, what? And Elway pulls a knife out, and shoves it in the Case Keenum's stomach. And he's like, you're the reason we're fucking losing. <laughs> and Case is like, oh! oh! And he pulls the knife out, and he's squirting blood everywhere, his fucking kidney. <sighs> and Elway's like, get the fuck out of my office. And Case is like, I have a fucking wife and so. stuff. <sighs> Always like, you fucking go down to the team training room right now. Okay? Oscar, the team doctor who's been here for 45 fucking years, is gonna sew you up. You're not gonna die. So anyways, he cuts... He sets Chad Kelly up. He cuts Case Keenum. Literally with a knife. He hires Mark Tremura, who... Was fresh out of the Aryan Brotherhood in prison to be a professional hitman for the Broncos and to murder players that Elway doesn't like, and to break people's legs like Ed McCaffrey. And and so now he's got K- Chad out of the way, he's got Kelly out of the way, and he's like, who can I bring in to be quarterback? Uh, Joe Flacco. And so he calls Joe up. He's like, hey man, you're great at Fox 2, play action, 22 yard digs to Steve Smith. I'd like to uh I'd like to bring you in. What do you say? And Joe is like, Well, I've been spending a lot of time over at uh the Jersey Shore on the boardwalk, you know, playing like playing that game where you could throw baseball and if you knock the milk jugs down you win a stuffed animal. A lot of people are hiring me to win their kids' stuffed animals, but I'm available. My arm's in pretty good shape, and John's like, "I don't, I don't even know what you fucking said, but you're signed." And uh, so they bring in Flacco, and he shows up with a temp fade like Drake, and lines cut in the back of his head, and looked like he just got done fucking helping DJ Polly D fucking mix sense sense on GarageBand. For a fucking a DJ concert at like not Encore Beach Club, but like somewhere low level, like the golden nugget. And he's like, You ready to play? Fucking Joe Flacco's like, I'm fucking ready, dude. Let's go deep. And he goes into practice and he's playing and stuff and he enters a starting job. And John's like, Man, he he's looked he's looked really average so far, which is perfect, because I, I fucking hate people who think that they're better than me. And and they get a couple of weeks into the season, and John's like, "Yeah, but he, I mean, this is this is pretty bad. He's playing pre- he's playing pretty fucking bad. I I might have to do something." And he he brings Joe Flacco into his office, and and Joe sees a uh, sees a neck brace on the on his desk, and he's like, "Joe, you have a couple options here." And Joe's like, What what are you talking about? And he's like, Well, I, I heard you criticizing me and Vic Vangio and you know, I d I don't really I'm I'm a psychopath. I I don't I'm not the problem, okay? Ever. You're the fucking problem. All right? I thought I could bring you in here and you would play just enough like a piece of shit. But you'd keep your mouth shut and you wouldn't complain. And talk about winning and fucking championships. And, you know, make people be reminded of the the last championship that Peyton Manning won. They should only remember the championships that I won. All right? And you're in here stirring up fucking controversy. And so, uh, uh, I hate to do this. And uh, Flacco's like, what? And he's like, come here. Shake my hand. I, I admire you. You've won a Super Bowl before. All right? You're in the club. You're in the club. You've won one. I've won two. And Joe reaches out to shake his hand. And John kicks him in the stomach. And DDTs him through his desk. And sprains his
2: fucking neck. Picks his computer
0: off his desk. And throws it on top of his head. Then throws a neck brace. Onto his chest. And he calls down. Is anyone still here? A player from practice like Vaughn Miller? Somebody who needs a new contract and isn't going to say shit. Yeah, send Vaughn up. He's strong enough. Mr. Elway, you wanted to see me? Dressed like a fucking... 1975 Philadelphia fucking garbage truck driver with thick glasses on and a, and a weird Houston Oilers Sturman Thomas beard. Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn. Yeah. I need you to power clean Flacco and get him the fuck out of this building. Drive him to the fucking airport. All right. I got him a Southwest airlines ticket to fucking hell. And Vaughn's like, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Do you want a new contract Vaughn? Yeah, I do. Good, give me your finger And he takes his He holds his hand out And John stabs his finger With a fucking diabetes needle And he takes his hand And he presses it down On a fucking contract And on the top of the contract It says Fucking Satan And he says
2: You're mine now i <laughs>
1: Okay, John. Okay. I don't want to go back to the Fifth Ward in Houston, I'm just outside of Texas. Saying, have anything you want?
0: And he picks Flacco up over his shoulder, and he throws him in the back of his Ford Bronco, and he starts driving to the airport. And all of a sudden, Von Miller hears woo woo woo, and he looks behind him, and there's a flight of cops in a V chasing him down the fucking highway.
1: Pull the fuck over. Pull over. Vaughn's like, what the fuck? Just like OJ Simpson. He's like, I'm not fucking doing it, dude. He fucking calls in the ESPN. I didn't do shit. John fucking made me sign a blood contract for my soul. I got Flacco in the fucking bag. I don't know what the fuck's going on.
0: <laughs> they had found Mickey Benz dead. And Vaughn Miller's. Fucking closet <laughs> with his semen in her, and Chad Kelly's, and like five other guys. Wes Welker's was, was semen was in there too, but his, he was the last. He was the last. It was like a real Neapolitan ice cream mix of semen, black, beige. White. Hot. Sticky. Uh. So they arrest Von Miller. They find Joe Flacco in the back. He's got propofol rag stuffed in his mouth with a neck brace on. All right. They don't want to start. Goodell immediately calls the cops. He's like, "You, this cannot be a fucking story, okay? We already got fucking CTE in the news. We got Antonio Brown fucking you know, getting civil-suited for sexual assault. We got Deshaun Watson fucking buying Instagram massage. There's too much, okay? I don't want the people to realize the NFL is actually a private prison for people who are just coachable and tameable enough to not murder, but to just physically and violently hit uh, they are friends and family, okay? I don't want the NFL to realize that we breed domestic violence, okay? Murder and assault. And we promote this to the American public, all right? It just has to look like we're changing the rules for kickoff. Yeah, fucking just really set them up at a home two suites for the kitchen. I've already loaded the fridge up with fucking pulled jack daniels pulled pork he can heat up in the microwave in a few days he'll come out of his coma and he'll be able to walk and move his head in lateral directions and i'll leave keys for a rental car and avis on his counter and he can he can drive home to his wife i already called his wife and said that flacco's not missing but he could be if you run your mouth all right I know that your know that your child Darren goes to uh, Lark Elementary, so Joe's fine. I hope that you would like to be fine as well. And I hung the phone up. All right, I called from a private, untraceable number. Just take care of this situation. And John Elway had struck again. He had gotten rid of Flacco. All right, and. You know, the, the heat's on now. Elway can't find a quarterback. He brings in Drew Locke. Drew. I like the fact that you like to listen to Jeezy and Gucci Man. And you're just a young, suburban, rich, Caucasian kid who, for some reason, wants to, you know, wants to grow up in Zone 6 Atlanta. I get it. That's you know that'll vibe well with you know a keep to leave who comes from you know a background of you know gang violence. Unlike Zach Wilson at the Jets, you might be able to be the warden of this prison, and you're going to be a rookie, so you're not going to play that great. But uh, you know I'll be able to sell optimism, <laughs> right, while being pessimistic about your future. The irony. And uh, Drew's like, I, okay. Yeah, I'm fucking excited to be a bronco. And he's like, good, good, good. We're gonna bring you in. And Drew comes in, and he he's he's just gunslinger enough, exciting, you know. Field Yates is like, man, he's got a great arm. And you know, John's building a little marketing buzz. He's excited, but he he knows he sucks, but he's doing it in like an underneath kind of insidious way. You know, he knows he sucks, but he's good to the fans and the media. It's a win-win for John, right? But Then all of a sudden, Drew starts throwing some touchdowns, and John's like, here we go again. Another fucking young, promising quarterback that thinks he's going to change the fortunes of this franchise. I am the only one that gets drafted first pick in the first round that changes the fortune of this franchise. All right? Peyton was an aberration. Okay? Okay. And honestly, there's an asterisk next to his because it was won by defense. All right? Belichick's a closet offensive guru. I'm a closet defensive guru. All right? And he's like, I have to do something about Drew. And so he calls up a local gang. and He calls up... Uh, Julius, the, the tight end Julius, he's like, hey, I know you've been out. You know, you had one good year with Peyton, and your family was all excited, and your friends. And I have a job for you. I want you and Mark Chimura to go to Drew Locke's new apartment. He's a millennial. He's stupid. He forgets to lock his doors. All right. And I want you to plant a QP of Gush just under his kitchen sink. All right. Then I want you to start a fire. Okay. <laughs> I want you to start a fire. Smoke a cigarette. Throw it on the carpet. All right. Leave a laptop open with xvideos, running. All right. Leave a grinder with Keith in it. Right there next to the laptop and an ashtray with a half-smoked joint in it. All right? Throw, throw a pack of Pokemon fentanyl fucking heroin Listerine strips all around the bathroom sink, okay? They'll go in there and they'll think, hey, you know, maybe he just has, doesn't have gingivitis. They'll take a closer look after diagnostics three weeks later. They'll determine it was black tar heroin in a new age. Fucking technology, kind of safe. Nobody actually wants to shoot themselves up with needles anymore. They just want to, like, do clean drugs like gummies and put patches and cut them in strips and put them in their mouths and kind of get high on heroin, but not. It's going to be perfect. All right, then pull the fire alarm. Have the fire department show up. All right, find all these drugs in Drew Locke's house. All right, have you ever seen pictures of on the internet? His eyes are always... Squinted. All right. And I'll release a statement how we're going to enter him into rehab like 1990, 1995, Brett Favre. All right. He's going to play basketball every day. He's going to get sober. No more white claws. All right. And he might have an opportunity to come back. But I doubt it. All right. Only 2% of people make it to the NFL. And uh, unfortunately, Drew is about to find out the hard way (laughs) that he's not a one (laughs) percenter. Like me, John Elway, a murderer of billionaires, franchise quarterback, slowly sucking the blood out of the Denver Broncos. So that way he can pay off gambling debts, to bookies he owes money to in Denver. And Julius is like, uh, how much? And he's like, $500 via Cash App. Instant payment, all right? You know, people love the Uber app because they can cash out every day, get cigarettes and liquor. How bad do you want to get paid today? So that way you can go get a bottle of Pinnacle. And Julius is like, bad. And he hangs the phone up. Hours later, breaking news on ESPN, fucking huge fire in apartment complex. Drew Locke fucking arrested, fucking in his pajamas, dude. He was downstairs in the basement of the apartment complex on the treadmill. Fucking his hands are tied behind his back in zip ties, not even handcuffs. He's in his fucking boxers, dude, fucking stoned out of his mind. You know, <laughs> clicks the TV off and he's like, oh, these kids will never learn. Billionaires don't fight. They don't let Deshaun Watson talk back to them on ESPN or like tweets about going to the Jets. We fight with the news, assholes. We set your ass up. We invite a lawyer over who lives next door to us, Tony Busby, and we tell him to frame Deshaun. All right? Young dual-threat quarterbacks should never mess with racist billionaires like me, John Elway. (laughs) And just to prove that I'm not, I'm going to bring in Teddy Bridgewater, who looks like Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction. Teddy, would you like to come play for the Broncos? Yeah, I sure would. I sure would. Matt Rule, he doesn't like to practice red zone and stuff. I want to go to a place that takes itself seriously. John puts the phone on mute. God damn it. These young kids who all think they're going to go to the fucking Hall of Fame like me one day. At least I'll be able to say I support BLM by bringing him in. And he presses the button. Teddy, we'd like to bring you in. I want you to meet us at Broncos Camp next week uh, up near the California Oregon border. It's called Bohemian Grove. All right, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye. And he hangs up, and Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater's like, I've been watching, like, Illuminati videos on YouTube since 2008. What? what the Bohemian Grove. They sacrifice people there. Oh, fuck. But I have to stay in the NFL. I have to do what I have to do. Suck it up. And I'll, I'll just, I'll do really well. I'll be calm. I'll move the chains. I'll keep us in third and four. And Elway will keep me around. And so he flies out to the bohemian grove and it's a real wooded area and he walks up to the gate and there's a there's a guy dressed in like a in kind of like a white robe but it kind of also at the same time looks like a like an owl and and teddy's like is this bronco's camp and he's like sorta with a voice imaginator. hello teddy welcome to bronco's camp <laughs> do, do, do. and he presses a button and a chain link fence gate opens and he's like, John's been waiting for you over there. And, he, and he's walking down a path and he hears, ah! oh, oh, yeah. And he fucking looks to his right. and He just sees like a group of fucking butt naked billionaires and politicians drunk. Just they're just all fucking each other. And he's like, what the fuck is going oh on? He starts to get nervous. And then all of a sudden, as he's looking at that, he, he fucking walks into a fucking redwood tree and knocks himself out and he wakes up. In a bright light, and he's laying in a manger with straws, and he sees somebody with a big torch dressed like Darth Vader, and and the door, Darth Vader guy rolls his rolls his robe back,
1: and Teddy's like, this is like the worst case scenario for dual at quarterback. <laughs> Is this a fucking Trump rally?
0: And John says, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Oh, Teddy. I have a confession. I despise quarterbacks who think that they're better than me who have aspirations and hopes and dreams and goals. The only quarterbacks that can make it to the hall of fame are Caucasian and they look like domestic violence and they have substance abuse issues and fidelity issues. Jim Kelly's wife knows he has a mistress. They're not people who listen to gospel and go to church on Wednesday nights and who obey the Lord and, and fucking are just look like Will Smith in a pursuit of happiness. It's not, do you think that I could just bring you onto our team? Daddy's he's like, I'm just trying to be a good fucking
1: man, bro. I'm trying to be a fucking family man, dude. I'm trying to sell fucking x-ray machines to dentists and make some fucking money so I don't sleep in a closet at the subway anymore, dude.
0: And he's like, oh, I can't listen to this monstrosities. It's time. Oh. And they start chanting and all of a sudden he reveals a 30 foot owl and a guy walks out and he's the he's the overlord of everyone and
1: Teddy's like oh my god and he has a simp and he's dressed like a grim reaper
0: and Teddy's like this is fucking hit the fun and John's like now yeah, for our final act, a sacrifice and the grim reaper pulls his fucking hood back <laughs> and it's Colin Kaepernick <laughs> and his afro bursts out
1: and Teddy rubs his eyes he's like is that Diana Ross Kaepernick Kaepernick, Kaepernick please please look at home please look at
0: and Kaepernick's like, Roger Goodell tried to help me. He tried to set up fake CFL workouts where you pay a $50 and you work out and they don't even sign you. And they're just trying to raise money. And he's like, "What? I made it to the NFL. He's like, yeah, wait, no team has signed me. And they're like, what? And he's like, that's because Goodell has assigned me to, to other affairs, internal affairs for the NFL. The only way you can make in society is if you worship Satan and you usher in the new world order and you convert all change and dollars and cash into online wallets and Bitcoin and and fucking Teddy's like, what the fuck, man? I'm
1: African-American. You're African-American with some other stuff. We're supposed to be brothers. Elway is your fucking enemy. Look at him, dude. He looks like a fucking grand wizard. And he's
0: like, silence.
1: And he's like, God, God,
0: Uh, And Colin Kaepernick looks over at Elway. And he's like, it's your life now, Elway. And Teddy's like, oh, my God, he's going to kill Elway and save me. (sighs) And Elway's no, no. I have someone who looks just like me. Take him. And all of a sudden, a burlap bag. Someone's kicking and screaming. And...
1: Gets dragged into the fucking
0: ceremony. And dumped out. And it's Case Keenum but naked. And Kaepernick looks at John. Are you sure? And he's like, I'm fucking sure. And fucking... And Kaepernick says it is to be done. And and they start pouring gasoline on, on fucking case Keenum. and he's crying and screaming. And Teddy's crying and screaming, is this where I get to live? And Kaepernick's like Unfortunately, no. And then he throws a match on Case Keenum and kicks Case Keenum into the manger with fucking Teddy Bridgewater and it rises to the flames and everyone raises their cane and worships the fucking
1: owl. Fucking owl.
0: <laughs> no quarterback survives under Elway. <sighs> Weeks later. After reports release, where Ted Teddy Bridgewater just wanted to retire, cause he was tired of bouncing around from team to team, and and he's like Andrew Luck just had a kid and just doesn't answer the phone for anyone. Know what he knows what he's doing, or where he's at, and fucking they just say like he's happy he's where he's at, cause he's he's actually an Illuminati clone who's dead. He got pretty jacked towards the end. Andrew, no one researches Teddy Bridgewater or looks for him, and John's sitting in his office. <laughs> And he he turns on the local news and he sees a report about Trevor Simeon playing for the Jets. And he's like, God damn it, the one that got away. And he calls a guy named Maury up. And he's like, do you remember the son of Sam? And Maury's like, yeah, I've been like, he was actually in a satanic cult. There were like seven people who killed these women. He right, killed these people at Lover's Lane. He did not act alone. The guy's a fucking a reject. He's a loser. There's no way he killed anybody. You know, he's fucking seriously. And John's like, good. Because I know who was in that satanic cult with him. And Maury's like, who? And he's like... He's like... A little place called Aspen. Trevor Simeon. And Maury's like, the fucking Jets undrafted free agent? He's like, yes. like how do you know he's like go 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 to go to central park tonight at midnight there's a tunnel near the roller skating rink that trump built and gets paid every time somebody roller skates in central park because the mayor's an idiot and trump actually owns most of the land in new york and that's what they're really mad about that and he owes the unions a lot of money and And Maury's like, okay, I'll be there. And so Trevor goes into practice with the Jets one day. And Adam Gase is there. And Adam's like, hey, Trevor, can you come into my office? And uh, he comes into the office and he's like, hey, hey, man, I all new quarterbacks. I like to get to know them, you know, have a few beers. I want you to meet me. In Central Park tonight, around 11 p.m., and I just want to, you know, get to know you. Smoke a joint, listen to your hopes and dreams and fears, everything. And Trevor's like, oh, God damn it. And he's thinking in the back of his mind, didn't didn't Gase used to be the offensive coordinator for L.A.? And all of a sudden, Trevor's phone pings, and it's Peyton Manning, and it says, it just says, fucking don't do it. And Trevor's like, uh... And Adam's like, well, you know, you cannot do it. I mean, I'll release you if you want, all right? You can be like a little salmon and swim upstream and go have a good life, go fly fishing in the Rocky Mountains, all right? Move out to Idaho like Carson Palmer, all right? Retire. Trevor's like, no, this is my chance. I know that Darnold is a mongoloid and not that good, and I'll I'll get thrown in the game because he constantly throws – Fucking curl flat versus cover three to the Hank when the linebacker's right there and gets picked off. And Adam's like, okay, I'll see you tonight. Thanks, Trevor. And as he's walking out, he's like, hey, Trevor, do me a favor. Put on a black hoodie. Trevor just stares at him. Mm, okay. Okay. And he calls his wife. He's like, I got to go out with Gase tonight. And the boys are going to party. And that's uh, kind of like this frat brother skull and bones initiation. And uh, she's like, okay. And so he goes out to Central Park. And he sees what he thinks is Adam Gase. And he's like, Adam, what's up? What's up, dude? And he turns around. The guy gets off a knee. And he has a fucking... He has a femur in his hand, <laughs> and it's Maury, for, who isn't who. He's like, I knew there were multiple killers, Trevor. And Trevor's looking at the femur and looking at Maury, and fucking, Trevor's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And all of a sudden, he clicks a fucking, a floodlight, and he shines it down a tunnel, and there's fucking antichrist symbols and blood and fucking, a fucking. A decapitated fucking hooker. (laughs) And Trevor's like, what the fuck is going
1: on?
2: I'm a fucking Christian guy.
0: Just staring at Trevor And out of nowhere.
1: Trevor decides to fucking kill Maury! You're right! You're right. You're right. I was in the satanic cult with fucking
0: Son of Sam. I joined after Elway fucking kicked me out of Denver. One night, I went up late in the office and I saw him playing on a fucking Ouija board. Worshipping a fucking devil in his office.
1: And I didn't go in there. I watched him for an hour. He's intern Amber and he keeps locked under his desk in a
2: cage. He was <laughs> He was doing a game with
0: him. And Ed McCaffrey and Rod Smith and Terrell Davis where they put their fingers under her back. And they barely touch her. And they raise her off the ground. Six to seven inches off the fucking ground.
1: And I decided right there. That I was going to fake. I was going to fucking just be a good guy. And leave quietly out of Denver. Because anybody who goes to Denver dies. L.A. kills everyone. Because he's aligned with the occult. With the
0: Illuminati. And I started researching. Lester Crowley. And how how Barbara Bush. Is related to him. And everyone in Washington DC. DC's Satanists who drinks adrenochrome, Girl, And watching YouTube videos for hours. Every fucking day. Reading QAnon.
1: And one day at the Jets facility. I saw a janitor named David Berkowitz. (laughs) He was reading the book of lies. And I said,
0: do you believe in Satan, David? And he hurried up and put the book in his bag and I grabbed his face. And I said, it's okay. It's okay. And I kissed him. Because Satan has their actually closet homosexuals. Because it's all about nature. Guys, fucking guys. Ask Lindsey Graham, who's 66 and not married. And no one questions it. Right? And from that day forth,
1: every single day after practice,
2: I would go out on the
1: town and I would go to local pizza shops And get a pizza and rate and review it like Dave Portnoy.
0: Searching and looking for victims. And I never thought anyone would find me. I never thought anyone would find my favorite spot.
1: To enjoy that pizza. Here. My satanic temple in a sewer. Now I have to kill you, Maury.
0: And so he shoots Maury and fucking drags his body and f- f- throws him in the lake. 60 minutes, Barbara Walters finds Maury on her jog. The next day he's like, hey, is that that wackadoo, Maury? The fucking doctor was multiple killers and Son of Sam? Jesus Christ. He was fucking... I know he started drinking towards the end. And fucking Elway turns on the news, and he's like, "Guy I found dead in Central Park." And Elway's, uh, my mission is complete. I've literally murdered every single quarterback who's ever played for me. Yes, fuck yes, yes. Ah. <laughs> I'm gonna go run scout team, show these youngsters what's up. Uh, uh and he gets a call from Gase. A text. And he looks down at his phone as he's heading out to practice in Broncos practice gear. Ready to become the quarterback again. Like Steve DeBerg after he took five years off and came back and won a championship. Because everyone else sucks that he tried to bring on the Broncos. He's the best. He's going to win a championship. Fuck Tom Brady. He can do it. He can't even fucking guard receivers in the NFL. And he can't even set the quarterback. Oh, I'm fucking coming back, win a championship. And he looks down at his phone and he says, it says... He says, Simeon made it to practice on time. And Elway takes his phone and fucking smashes it. Ah! Picks a trash can up and fucking throws it. Over Lawrence Taylor's head like Bill Parcells. Because they don't have an HR in the NFL and you can use and abuse your players. And no one says anything about it. Ah, oh, whatever. whatever. Whatever, Trevor. <laughs> Your time will come. And he goes out to practice and throws lasers the end.